had to think, I had to think about what you want. It is 1.43 and you're now tuned into another episode of Julian's World. What's up with the sign? What's up? I'm tired. I mean, we all tired. Why is it all early in the morning? I don't know why you eating a cinnamon bun. Dinner, right it's whatever you want it to be. Um, it's your world. Astral planning right now. Like I'm not even here, but I'm here. It be easy when you talk about astral planning. People take that seriously. People gonna start bombarding the the airwaves. I'm astral planning. I'm having an outer body experience from lack of sleep, sleep deprivation. My problem is, it's a shame. I think I'm immune to sleep deprivation. I like run on no sleep. So you're like running on astral plane. Right? I don't even know what would happen if I got a full night of sleep. I might break down. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you eating a cinnamon bun? Something to do. I could find you something to do. Plenty of things to do. Sleep. It's a PG-13 show. Why are your mind in the gutter? I'm talking about is sleeping. It? Sleeping. You just talked about what? painting pictures for six hours by putting dots on the paper. It was a beautiful image. Why don't you tell them? Why? Well, why don't you tell them? Need content. Never done. Tell me what's on your mind. What's on my mind? Oh, got a while. <laughs> uh oh. What's Rest on my mind time. is uh, that's a lot. Wait, speaking to her. Speaking to there. <laughs> what was that movie where it was like he was trying to get his wife to give him some head and uh, she oh, wouldn't do PG-13, it? Oh, PG thirteen. Remember right? that movie? That was PG thirteen. Remember the movie? I remember it. Yeah, she was like speaking to the mic. This was supposed to be. Yoing, yoing, yoing. <laughs> wow. Every time someone says speaking to the mic, I think of that one scene. Do you ever do that? Do you ever like uh, somebody will say something and then like you'll think of something funny? Like uh. Well, I mean, I do think of things when people are thinking of things or talking, and then I think of nah, something funny. Yeah, but I mean, like I could say something and it could trigger like a funny memory you had of a movie. I'm actually about to drink that. Okay. Well, here. I'll let you drink it first. But yeah, I know what you're saying. I mean, that's very cool. Why don't you explain this. what people can't see what you're doing? Why don't you just explain what you're doing? I'm picking up a duct taped flower. It's like a. What do you mean by duct taped flower? It's a well. It's a. It's a flower made of duct tape, and it's on the stem of a pen. Well, the pen is the stem. And the top of it is uh, a flower, but it's made completely out of duct tape. It definitely seems like more intricate than just some duct tape, folks. But yeah, it's it's, a duct tape. it's like duct tape paper. It's different colors: black, white, black, white, black, white, no. creating the petals. This and it has some tape. like laminated paper or whatever it is. Well, this duct tape. Is oh, just it's all print. duct tape. Yeah, it's all duct tape. tape. Yeah, this is. It's like. I think a friend of the family makes these, so uh, if you want one, I guess we'll take a picture of it and we'll make that the um, the conversation's default picture. Heavy. So. It's not light. <clears throat> oh, it don't look light at all. I ain't walking around with a carpal tunnel. <laughs> it's exactly what you're going to get. Mat. 
So anyway, go ahead. My mom talk about used to do stuff like that, but uh, she would do uh, potatoes. Like she would peel potatoes, and she would do. This is before. Potatoes, art. you said. Yeah, potatoes. Like, you know, some people know do potatoes. say potatoes. Or potatoes, like. Or potatoes, potatoes. She's from potatoes. down south, so potatoes. whatever y'all want to. Yeah. I mean, potatoes, potatoes for short. I say potatoes. Yeah, we say potatoes. Right, anyway, cool. so uh, she would. Uh, this is before food art. I mean, food art always was a thing. But um, this is before like people be like vlogging or not vlogging. Vlogging is what it is. Where yeah, people like take it. pictures of their food and when they go places. Yeah, vlogging, vlogging, same yeah, thing. So yeah. uh, my mom used to um, do um, artwork or well, food work, um, and she would um, decorate, you know, her food with like flowers or some type of art. Like she would carve shapes into watermelons and cantaloupes or she would take potatoes well i mean whatever she had pumpkins potatoes watermelons uh she would like uh, she seems like an artist she was she was she did you pick up any do. other uh, artistic Actually, no i didn't <laughs> my brother and her got it all i am um, what did you get i don't know you obviously got a lot of things. I, I mean, you're the, on a podcast. You're talking. The, you're using your voice. The financial, <laughs> financial uh, guidance. I don't know. Like, I'm able to financially handle money better than both my brother and my mom. Might so be a lot I of us. The, the genius part of the side. I might be a lot of us side. that might need you. Like one eight hundred Monica. I am. Save uh, your day. I'm a skate. That's what a... A scapegoat, No, not a scapegoat. Oh. So, down south, for anybody who has southern family members, a skate is also known as a cheap skate. <laughs> oh, that's where they yeah. get the cheap skate, then? So, they just shorten it to skate. You escape. And, Almost um, like escape. Yeah. So, so basically, uh, we penny pinch. You know, waste well, not I think we're all familiar with some penny pinching. So, like, I would complain, like... You would ask me, oh, I need $5 to go get, I don't know, something that's not worth $5. Well, and then you have me. I'm like, oh, that's not in the budget. And my mom used to get so mad when I, she would ask for money. like, oh, that's not in the budget. She's like, what are you talking about? Like, if I give you $5 now for this miscellaneous object that you don't need, you're taking money away from the budget for something that we will need later. Right. And then I could take that 5 and, like make it stretch for as long as five dollars would go by couponing by you know buying you know more than i don't know one item i don't know how i do it but i make it work for me and my three like i literally can survive off twenty dollars a day i think you just influenced a lot of us listening um, I'm I'm a little tired, but I'm definitely listening. I know somebody's listening right now, and probably right. picked up all that knowledge. It really wasn't a lot of knowledge. It's a bunch of like here and there's. But I'm saying like if you budget your money correctly, and you look at the ounces on the items that you're buying, you will then see your money go a long way. If you don't just say, oh, this is you know two for six or whatever, well. Yeah, this is two for six, and you're getting, what, six ounces per item? Yeah. And then you find something that's a little less than that. What is that? Chocolate? Yeah, we, we already ate, yeah. Did we eat? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes, we did eat. Thank you. Go ahead, go back into your... Um, <clears throat> you see something 
that's uh, same thing, different brand, but it's uh, <clears throat> 12 ounces, and it's a little bit, it costs a little bit more, but you get more. Okay. And See, you kind of did that the other day, where someone like me, my mom, used to say, get milk. And we would just kind of walk over to the milk and grab it. So what you're saying is that there's actually a science to how you shop. Yeah, it makes your money goes a long way. So if you look at the, if you don't pay attention to the price itself, but you pay attention to how many more ounces you're gonna get, or how many more whatever it is units you're gonna get, or whatever whatever you're I've being measured by. At that. Wow. Like so, what you pay a dollar more, but you're getting more for your money. What about the people? Now, this is something I always, this is a good time to talk about it. So if there's something that says buy one ice cream for $3, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's the same thing. It says, well, get an extra ice cream for two more dollars. So you buy two ice creams for $5. Which one would you do? Um, <clears throat> I would buy the two ice creams for five. But why? Well, because if ice cream itself is what? five dollars well that's three dollars how much is ice cream ice cream is three dollars no i'm just hypothetically speaking on There's the diet no the, the way we dollars. we'll okay, say okay. five she wants ac accurate okay um so, all right let's say ice cream is five dollars yeah all and right then I'm, I'm being hypothetical here you're I'm saving three dollars basically so if you buy one ice cream for five and you get the other one for two dollars i think that's what you said you're saving three well let me give you exactly what i said I said, you buy one ice cream for three, you can get two for five, right? Two for five, that means each ice cream is two fifty. Well, if you buy it for five, but you can buy one for three dollars. I would buy two for five. But why? Why spend two fifty on one ice cream when I can get two of them for five dollars but doesn't that kind of like stretch your money further than what you wanted to stretch it, it by it buying it all depends on your family two size other, two ice so if your family size is only one one person two people you wouldn't need to buy two ice creams for five dollars you could get away with one for two well, let's just say they weren't family size let's say they were a pint a little one for each of us. You know, I could buy two of them for five or one for three dollars. Say it's uh I would buy two for five. Who wants to eat two though? It's just cheaper to buy two for five than but it it's is not to buy cheaper one for three dollars. Because you're still buying five dollars worth of ice cream in comparison to three. So aren't you still using two dollars? You're getting two products, but you're still buying two extra dollars worth of product. Um I've never, I don't. Really I always thought about that. I'm not like saying that. I'm right or wrong. I, I just shop like, I don't know. I've been shopping with it all my life. I haven't really thought about that, but honestly, I usually buy, I just go for the two for five or it the makes two sense. for six. But that's how most people are. But sometimes I will buy the one item for $3.99, but once you realize, like, damn, I paid $3.99 for this, two extra dollars, I could have got two items. But you're still using two items. It's like, it's like having two extra dollars of. Or two extra products opposed to using two extra dollars. Well, you the take two those two extra dollars and you can buy something else with it. Oh, what's that? Is that mine? Is that, uh, she, she, that? Got, she got distracted. One second, y'all. That's for you? Is the other one mine? Is it done? She's looking at toys. I like toys. I'm a KB. Is anybody out there a KB Toys kid? 
because when I was growing up, for me, Wait, it was me, KB like, Toys, well, yeah. and then uh, Toys R Us was our competitor, and then Toys R Us, you know, basically became that guy, and KB Toys... I enjoy KB's toys, but anyway, about the ice cream, I would say well, that me, if you buy one thing, right... I mean, for a certain price toys, I mean, if you buy one thing for a certain price in my opinion it's probably cheaper you don't have to buy two things just to save an extra dollar that you're actually spending anyway to buy an extra thing you know what i'm saying like it just doesn't make sense but anyway let me let them get back into their toy conversation here they go our our mall was so small it was uh called the salisbury mall and the toy store that we had was KB Toys. And then um, some years later, I remember Toys R Us opening up. Talking about KB KB Toy Stores. Advertising for uh, coming to coming soon, Toys R Us and Babies R Us. So, uh, like I said, when it opened up, it was a big deal because it opened up a really big one. Whereas oh, KB Toys was like a little small go calendar type of thing in the mall. But it was, it was lit. Like, nobody, no kid. Like, I mean, growing up in Lang City, we had toy stores, too, that I seen growing up. But no kid around saw something. Like, it was like Home Alone. We went to the toy store, and you saw all the big toys stuff. It was like one of those things for kids like my age. And I was like, wow. Then when Toys R Us came around, I was like, whoa. I became a Toys R Us kid. You know, it was always a Toys R Us type dude. Oh, my God, it's almost 2 o'clock. I have to go to work. In the morning, she's going. All, she got a lot on her mind, as you can see. She went from like the savings to the toys to the two o'clock thing. Get in your bed. I remember. I think we had a Lionel. I think I had a Lionel KB City. I we might have. See, I lived in Atlantic City for a while too, so I'm trying to remember the uh, toy store that we had back then. Um, I want to. I think it was um, Toy City or KB or something City, but um, we had to go to Trenton because um, in the on the avenue. Talk about the toys. We had um, Pier One, and we didn't really have. We have Hamilton Mall, so Hamilton Mall had a toy store out there too. But for the most part, we went out to um, the capital. We went out to Trenton, and that's where like. This Trenton is Miss Monica, by the way. Uh, the best. Trenton is bad now. Or I drove through Trenton uh, last I year. I've been to Trenton in a very long time. Very small place. But I know Camden. Oh my God, Camden is Hydra Keys, Hydra. It's cute there. I drive through there every once in a while, driving Lyft. I think Camden I picked up probably a hundred people in Camden. It's cute there. Yeah, Camden is off the chain. Um, Camden has its. They're trying. Areas and they have. I went to see Pussy Kit. Pussycat dolls in Camden. I parked my car, took my little white girlfriend at the time, and we walked all the way across Camden. It was cute, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah, you must have been on the nice side. Go to the. It was a very bad side. She. It was Camden. obviously a bad side. I wouldn't park on the nice side, but anyway, go ahead. You uh, you're not getting a curb at you and come back. No, no, my car was there. It's but then again, I mean, how long how long ago has this been? Because Camden isn't what it used to be. Camden is now off the chain. Camden it's is not, not that what bad. it used to be. It, listen, I'm telling you. Camden is not I used to go to, to Camden. Be. Ten years ago, Camden was worse when it was making a murder rate capital. 
But, That's uh, why I would, used to go there. Camden. Camden is. I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's the still times desolate. Are changing, There's just a lot of buildings that aren't in use. Camden it's is just, like North Philly. Like I mean, if you go to North Philly, it's like a lot of empty buildings and stuff like yeah, that. There's empty buildings, like, but sweetest people ever in Camden, I swear. I've driven some through there. Some of them. Some of them. I say no. Yeah. If you're from Camden, I'm sorry, but some of them, they're. I haven't met from any Camden. bad situation. Have you ever had a bad situation there? Mm-mm. You have? Yes. Why? I was too young to remember, like, to remember the details, but um, I remember driving through Camden at night is like driving it's like being black and driving through Mississippi you at night time no my Someone? um when I was growing up my father and my mother my brother and I were on our way home yeah. and uh we had to drive through there and it was one of the most horrific things it was, was really so scary it, it was just I'm dark. trying to remember everything that was going on it was dark but, um, Camden's very dark I it dropped a girl a, off from Narstown to Camden like last lot, year. It was a lot. It was just going dark. Out there. I don't remember all the details. There's not a lot of street lights there. in certain areas, but it was like fights. Um, <sighs> we was like, I don't know what was going on. I think it was like some bar let out. Um, there was some things going on out in the neighborhood. Uh, kept make, kept making some wrong turns. People didn't know we, where we were. We were like these black people, but we're driving in a a nice Camaro. You know, tenant windows. It was decked out. Alloy wheels. It was. It was decked out. And, you know, we in the wrong neighborhood. So my dad ain't never scared, you know what I'm saying? So he, um, he, you know, reassured my mom everything gonna be all right. Meantime, he got the hand on the, you know what I'm saying? And, um, <laughs> it was, it was nerve wracking to see my mom panicking or freaking out like that because she was, people were just being like, you know, about that life, like it could go down at any minute type of deal. But my dad kept a cool head, and that's really all I remember about it was my dad keeping a cool head because my mom was just on some. It's like mm-hmm. they really upped the coppage there. Um, it's not a bad thing, not a good thing. I'm just saying, there's a lot of cops on every corner now. Uh, every time I go there, there seems to be a lot of cops everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I guess they're uh, patrolling it very nicely. And then another thing, too, Habitat for Humanity is popping up all over the places. Yeah, it really is. So Habitat for Humanity, for those who don't know, is um, it's an organization that um, helps people, put people in homes. So the qualifications are you have to have a job for at least a year or more. And um, you put your name on a waiting list, and once your name gets called, you have to then help build your house. Pretty much, you help build your house. Once you help, yeah. Once you build your house, you get put on a um, mortgage based off your income and your family size. Sounds like Section Eight. It's it's better than Section Eight because I'm sorry. Is there? Yeah. Oh. People, they they basically, like, say, for example, this empty lot over here. They'll get a lot over here, and then, say, for example, Patrick's name get called. Well, Patrick and the community, his church, his friends, his family, whoever, they come together and they build this house until it's built. And Patrick having a family size of six and an income of, we're going to say, 16000 a year, which is a little bit low, but I'm saying it could be higher than that. His mortgage would be five hundred dollars hmm. or less. Five hundred dollars, four fifty or less. That sounds like a a good way to help people. It is a very good way to help people, and they also have tons of um, locations where you can go and get furniture. Hmm. You can go get household appliances, or if you're just doing like a fixer-upper type of thing, and you need a, you need a door, a doorknob, a, a window frame, or 
some extra scrap type of thing you can always go there and get it for the low because people donate things that they don't use so say like you move out of your house and you donate um, some of the items that you weren't using in your house to this area you can get a tax write-off for donating it and then Patrick's like, oh, I need a door that's 30 by 30, which is a random number. Don't quote, don't quote me. And they just so happen to have a door 30 by 30. He'll pay $25 for it, if not less than that, than to go to Walmart or some other places and spend $80 on the door. Okay, I see what you mean. That's Yeah, they helped my grandma build know. a ramp. My grandma was in a wheelchair, oh, and they helped her build a ramp on yeah. her house. And then they helped my other grandma build a deck. And you oh, just wow. pay on it every so often. So $25 here, $20 here, till the ramp is paid for. You're basically paying for, not the labor, but for the lumber. And it's kind of, they take the money that you're paying back to them to help another family in need type of thing. It's kind of, it's like a charity that keeps giving. There's no, I'm donating and I don't know where my money's going to. That money is going to materials to help build another family house. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, thanks for letting the listeners know about that because that sounds like uh, something that somebody needs yeah, to hear. Especially if you're a single parent or if you're a, a husband and wife with kids and you're struggling, it's best to go get your name on this Habitat for Humanity list. It may take a year, two years, three years, four years to get on this list, but long as you held down a job for longer than a year and you have a reliable source of income, you know, no criminal background, anything like that. Um, We're all off. <laughs> I mean, they don't really go for criminal backgrounds, but long as you think, you know, whatever, murder or something like that, yeah. you're pretty much good. And with the community working together to build these houses, the crime rates in a lot of areas have been going down. Like I know in my neighborhood, Salisbury, Maryland, Church Street was one of the streets that, you know, kind of a crime high, high crime area. But since they put a lot of Habitat for Humanity houses out there, the crime out there has gone down significantly a whole lot. And that, not just on that street, but other streets out there, like on the east side, on the south side, on the west side. Um, a lot of it is still there, but um, it's not as bad as it was. And, you know, more churches are getting together and giving out you know, food and clothes and things like that. And it's like, it's a beautiful thing to see a neighborhood come together to help a family. And then they cut the ribbon and then you have to go through certain ceremonies and stuff like that. And then you will have to help another family in need. It's like, you keep giving back. Mm. So like you get a house built, you got hope, you go help Chuck build his house. And then you and Chuck go help Maria build her house. And then all three of y'all go help whoever else built their house huh. man we're gonna have to look into that yeah, i mean just for thing. in general and um, then you also get skills you also can use those skills as you know on your resume yeah exactly i painted i have you know i i did some volunteer work with haptic community i painted a few houses so you know if you have a skill that's valuable to the team you know, it's a wonderful reference to have on your resume. Opens up a lot of doors for people who um, right. who are carpenters, who are masonry work, or masonry work, painters, um, landscapers. I myself as a landscaper, landscaping, turf management, horticulture major. So hmm. definitely. So with all that being said, we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, Follow Miss Monica and uh, we'll holler at you later. Follow me.
Chandler. Thanks for the information. <laughs>